Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Monday, July 11th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Guardian obtained a trove of over 124,000 internal documents from Uber during the tenure of CEO Travis Kalanick, dating from 2013 to 2017. These detail lobbying efforts, growth strategies, and include text and emails from executives. The Guardian shared access to these documents through the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, with media outlets like Le Monde, The Washington Post, and BBC planning to publish further investigative pieces. Uber said it made mistakes and missteps, but the company has been transformed since 2017 under its current CEO, Dara Khosrowshahi. In a letter to Twitter's legal counsel disclosed in a Securities and Exchange Commission filing, Elon Musk's attorney Mike Ringler said Musk would not proceed with an acquisition of Twitter, citing materially inaccurate representations and that Twitter failed or refused to provide adequate information regarding spam accounts. Twitter board chair Brett Taylor said the company remains committed to closing the deal at the agreed price. Bloomberg sources say Twitter hired the firm of Watchell, Lipton, Rosen, and Katz and plans to sue Musk as early as this week for backing out of the deal in the Delaware Chancery Court. Foss Patents reports that Ericsson won an injunction against Apple in Colombia on a patent dispute and began enforcing a sales and import ban on 5G iPhones and iPads in the country. The current patent dispute isn't over if Ericsson's 5G patents are valid, rather if they're charging a reasonable royalty for them. In response, Apple brought an emergency motion to a court in the Eastern District of Texas asking Ericsson to indemnify Apple from any fines, fees, penalties, and costs it incurs as a result of the Colombian injunction. Universal Music Group signed a deal to make its catalog available to Mdundo. The fast-growing music service has 20 million users at the end of June, mostly in Nigeria, but also across Kenya, Ghana, and Tanzania. Universal Music Group is behind some of the biggest labels on the continent, including Def Jam Africa, Blue Note Africa, and Motown Gospel Africa. Meta open-sourced a tool called Sphere, designed to provide a knowledge base for AI and other complex platforms using information from the open web. Wikipedia will use Sphere to automatically scan entries to identify how strongly a citation is supported. It's unclear if use of Sphere is part of a paid deal between the two organizations. 
Consumer Intelligence Research Partners reports that Amazon Prime member growth in the U.S. remained flat in the first half of 2022 at around 172 million members. This comes after Amazon added 60 million U.S. Prime members from between 2020 and 2021. Back in February, Amazon raised the annual price of Prime $20 to $139. The information published a piece looking at the last eight years of development on Apple's car project. Interviews with staffers describe a project with constantly shifting goals and the revolving door of leaders, which produced demos of autonomous prototypes working on fixed routes, but suffered lane issues, hitting curbs, and a near hit of a jogger in real-world testing. Skeptics of the project include Apple's vice president of software engineering, Craig Federighi. CEO Tim Cook remains unwilling to commit to mass production of a vehicle. Reuters sources say the crypto exchange Binance continued to process trades for clients in Iran despite U.S. sanctions. In 2018, the U.S. reimposed sanctions on Iran, and that November, Binance informed traders in the country it would no longer serve them. Several traders speaking to Reuters say they were able to continue trading after the ban, able to register with just an email address. The ELEC reports that Samsung Display received requests from Samsung Electronics, Meta, and Apple to develop a micro-OLED panel. Samsung Display reportedly had minimal staff working on micro-OLED technology due to expected low profitability. The ELEC previously reported LG Display began work on micro-OLED displays for Apple's upcoming mixed-reality headset. The Wall Street Journal sources say Google has offered to place the part of its business that auctions and places ads into a separate company under the Alphabet umbrella in order to head off antitrust lawsuits. The U.S. Department of Justice has been investigating Google for abusing its position as both a broker and auctioneer of ads. There is no information about whether this part of Google's proposal would be acceptable to the DOJ or not. Instagram introduced Instagram Live Producer, letting users stream to the platform on a desktop using third-party software like OBS. A vertical aspect ratio is recommended, but not required, and quality tops out at 720p at up to 60 frames per second. China's State Administration for Market Regulation fined Tencent, Alibaba Group, and DD Global for failing to report past merger deals for antitrust review. This involved a total of 28 cases across the three companies, each of which received a 500,000 yuan fine, that's about 74,600 U.S. dollars, the maximum allowed by the regulator. Last week, Microsoft confirmed it rolled back a default block of VBA macros and Office apps, citing feedback from customers. Microsoft now clarifies that this rollback is temporary and that it remains fully committed to making the default change for all users. The company also notes admins can block macros by default in group policy settings. And finally, Kotaku notes that Valve's Steam Deck uses a six-month-old version of Firefox as its default browser, running version 96.0.3 from January. Valve updates this through SteamOS updates, but the last major one on May 26 didn't update the browser. Current SteamOS betas also don't update the browser. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.